Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Gaming with Bros, episode 5. We officially have a handful <laughs> of podcasts now. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a nice little milestone here. Yeah, I cannot wait until we get to two hands. I know. Five and ten, it's going great. I think like maybe episode ten, I mean it doesn't really matter, but I think we could, it'd be cool to shoot for having like a guest or something on. Oh yeah. That'd be super cool. I mean, we could do that. I mean, anytime, but anytime really, but that'd be super cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome back. Um, my name is Harrison. I'm here with my brother, Nick. Yes. Hello everybody. I'm Nick. <laughs> Happy to be here as always. Yeah. We're back with another episode. Um, seems like all the a bunch of news happened over the week after, after Thanksgiving, usually Thanksgiving's a pretty, pretty slow news week. And then it kind of goes, yeah. goes back to normal. We got a pretty pretty good news dump this week. Yeah, some some good stuff to happen this week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you want to go ahead and get started, we'll we'll dive right into uh, what we've been playing. All right, you want me you want me to start off? Yeah, go ahead and start off. Okay, so I got Spyro Reignited Trilogy on Black Friday, and jumped into that. Uh, man, I so I didn't play it as a kid. We might have talked about this a little bit last week. Um, I didn't play it as as a kid, but that game's so fun. Oh yeah, it's a great time! It did a, an awesome job with the remaster, and yeah, it's like it's, it's such a chill game. Yeah, you just go around collecting everything. Uh, you know, super low stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's fun to search the nooks and crannies and, and try to find all the collectibles in each level. But I I beat the first game. I hundred percent of it too, or I guess hundred and twenty percent after. Yeah, yeah, hundred twenty. Yep. Do that last that last level, which was a a nice nice little fun addition. Um. But I loved it, and I started the second one. I can't remember what what it's called. Spire Two. Uh, I know three is Year of the Dragon. Reptos Rage, I think. Yeah. 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 That one. I started it, and I played like the first, like its first world, and I was instantly like, or not instantly, but I was blocked off like progression wise because I didn't have this thing. Like I didn't have the ability to climb a ladder, so I couldn't get. All the uh, all the collectibles in World One, yeah, which was like a pretty big change from the last game because you know going through each level you get every collectible from the get go. Like you didn't have any unlockables that you had to get beforehand. So this one, I guess, is kind of more uh, Metroidvania ish. Yeah, know, it's like a light. Come light. back to it. Yeah, there's there's a couple levels like that in the game, which is cool. I mean, I mean, it's a little different than. The previous one where, like you said, you just go through and you get everything in one go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of wondering how they were going to change up the formula for the second one. I'm, I'm assuming the third one changes it up even more. Yeah. Did but, you – Um, I can't remember if it's in the first – I know we talked about it last week, but the part with the carts, did you get to that part? Okay. I, I don't think it was in the first one because I was never like I – I never rode a cart. I yeah. had to destroy carts with bombs on them. But I never had to ride. Okay, yeah, I think it might be the second game then. That's maybe I think I think because there, yeah, there's definitely a part where you ride in a cart and you're having to shoot enemies and like switches and stuff. So. Okay, yeah, I, I haven't done that. Okay, I think that, I think that may be the second game then. Okay, yeah, some of the um some of the flying levels were pretty tough though. Yes, yeah, we yeah we talked about that too. Um, yeah, it's. They can be, I mean, they're, they're rewarding once you do it, 
when you complete it. But yeah, it's, it can be a little, that's probably the hardest part about that game or those yeah. games is definitely the flying part. Cause I definitely, I definitely looked forward to each one cause it's, it's like a, it's a good change up. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's pretty different than what you're, you're used to. Yeah. But they were, man, some of them were really hard. It took a while. Yeah. But fun game. I like it. I, I think I'm going to go back and, and uh, finish two and three. Well, definitely am, but I mean, I, I've got so many unfinished games right now, like between the Witcher and I kind of stopped playing Pokemon to, to play Spyro and, and I'll talk about it in a second, but Resident Evil 2. Yep. So I got a bunch of games that I need to <laughs> need to finish. A bunch of long ones too. Yeah. But yeah, um uh I'm drawing a blank on what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. I'll just I'll just go on to Resident Evil 2. Oh yeah, Pokemon Pokemon. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played Pokemon this week either, just between playing Reach and then uh, mm-hmm. Spider Man, so we'll we'll you uh did you ever get a chance to dive into Reach at all? Yeah, I did. I played it uh two days ago and then yesterday yeah, I played it Friday and Saturday. Okay. A little bit. Um mostly just the multiplayer, you know, a couple slayer rounds with SWAT, uh infestation. I can't remember. Infected. Infected. Uh and then I played one round of the um oh what's what's it called? Like the Invasion. Invasion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was um yeah, so I, got, so I got into it, and I don't know, like, I just felt, like, the biggest sensation of nostalgia, like, come over me, like, more so than, I mean, I, I remember getting the Master Chief Collection you know, when it first came out, and it was mm-hmm. really cool, like, you know, replaying Halo 2, especially with, with the remake that they did, but I don't know, man, like, I didn't realize how much I missed Reach, or how much I actually, like, loved it. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I, I think we played, like, we played a ton of it when it came out. Yeah, I mean, I remember... Yeah, because I, th- I think I was in college and I came home to pick it up because I had pre-ordered it at our local GameStop, and I think we, we played a ton of it that weekend. And then yeah, we did a we went to the midnight release. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's when I bought a new Xbox so you could have the other one. Oh yeah, because I, I remember yeah because yeah, I, I remember I didn't have the Xbox there yet, and then I think I ended up buying like the, the slim one or whatever the mm-hmm. the, the other one is, but. But yeah, man, reaches that invasion mode is so much fun and like, it is. Yeah, like the old, like the old maps again. Like, yeah, I, I was so excited to play the new. Like every time I saw a map that I had forgotten about, I was like, oh my god, this map yeah. is so good. And just like the whole, like the whole blue, like they call it the balloon mechanic, whatever. Whenever you're shooting like the DMR, and you mm-hmm. have to like kind of steady the shots because if you just shoot like as fast as you can, it's gonna, it's not gonna be as accurate. Right. So that that was a that's a cool mechanic. I don't know if that's in Halo Five or not. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, I forgot that. I guess Reach was when they added it in, right? Yeah, because I don't remember struggling because it it took a couple games to get used to. Mm -hmm. And then like the needle rifle. Oh my god, that gun is. Oh, the needle rifle, so sick. Can't forgot about that one. Like brought that back because it's just such a like such a sweet looking gun. I picked it up for the first time and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I totally (laughs) forgot about this gun. Yeah. Wait. Did is the battle rifle in Reach, or is no. it just the DMR? It's just the DMR. Yeah. Okay. That, that's yeah, kind of was like the new gun because that was like when the DMR was first introduced, I think, mm-hmm. on Halo, and they got rid of the VR, and then the even like the assault rifle is super cool looking. Like. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just super. It's pretty sweet. Awesome. Yeah. yeah Pistol is always fun to use. 
yeah, the pistols even pretty good too. And like, I don't know, it's just it's it's a it's a pretty fun thing. And then like, I didn't realize how much I missed like the shield lock and like oh yeah, the shield lock. Stuff. Like, I wonder. Cause I know Halo Five they dropped all that stuff, and mm-hmm. you know you could sprint and have like the the Spartan dash and all that stuff, the ground pound and whatnot. The ground pound, yeah. I wonder. I'm interested if they would bring that back. Maybe if Halo reaches, I'm sure they've already, you know. Halo 6 or Infinite comes out next year, they're probably pretty deep into mm-hmm. development multiplayer-wise. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's super cool to use those abilities again and, like, reject. Like, yeah. The best thing is, like, when someone's coming with a sword at you and you, like, do the shield lock and block it. And then it, it's cool because if someone, if you come out of shield lock and someone's right next to you, you'll lower their shields and then you can melee them and kill them. So there's been so many times where I've done that. Right, and then you can uh, you can deflect projectiles too. Yeah. So if someone like throws a grenade at you or shoots yeah, a rocket or something, yeah, you can shield lock and it'll shoot the plasma grenade off you. Man, it's, God, that's such a cool ability that I don't I don't think I appreciated it enough of like when it came yeah. out. I mean, I remember back. I mean, I remember loving Reach. Um, oh yeah, I never I loved it a lot or anything, but yeah, I forgot how much um, <laughs> how much fun it was to play. Right. I mean, it's, like, it's so weird with it's so weird having sprint as a as a separate ability. Like, yeah. It's kind of cool because you know the the game is built around mm-hmm. is built around that. Yeah, and then and like, sometimes the jetpack and stuff is like pretty awesome. The what? The jetpack. Oh yeah, the jetpack. Like, I use that a lot. Like it's it's super it's super hand, like handy when someone's coming at you or throwing a grenade mm-hmm. at you. You you know you fly off real quick and then you get above them and you can just shoot down. Yeah, especially yeah. Forgetting the high ground, it's yeah, really good. Yeah, it's super. Like well, I think there's a what's the one level? It's I can't remember the name. It's kind of like a take on lockout, maybe, but it's like it's the it's the base in the sky or whatever attached to like the cliff. Is it ascension? Not ascension. No, that that was like the remake of. Uh, oh right, 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 right. Um, Not blackout. No. I, Gosh, I, even played I don't know if I've played that one since I, since I started playing Reach. Okay, but yeah, it's super cool to use the jetpack and just like fly around and stuff. And yeah, like I it. remember what's the the level that kind of looks like uh, Standoff or High Rise? Not High Rise. Kind of looks like Standoff. High Rise is Call of Duty. Um, it's like the it has like the I don't know like the kind of stadium type thing in the middle with water. It was in the beta for Halo Reach. Like the orange one, oh, like a canyon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, when I, when I played that map again, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I remember playing this during the beta. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Was, yeah, I don't, I, like I'm, I don't know. I was just super, super nostalgic for it for whatever reason, and I don't know. It's, yeah, it's tons of fun, and I I played a lot, <laughs> played a lot. Like I'll come home and hop on and play a couple matches or whatever. But yeah, it's. Yeah, I might I might get on after this and play a few matches. Yeah, it's it's super fun. I it's it's definitely welcoming because I'm not playing too much multiplayer games other than like maybe Halo Five, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, I haven't been playing a lot of multiplayer at all, so yeah, it's man, good time. I love I love Infected too. Like with the like the zombies can do the roll, so they can roll at you. <laughs> I haven't played Infected yet. Oh man, it's fun. Yeah, and then like playing with like the elites and stuff is super cool with with their different abilities and yeah so it's yeah, yeah they have some cool abilities it's a lot of fun it's man 
A lot of love went to that game. Yeah, and then like the whole there's like the whole I wouldn't quite call it a battle pass, but it's like the unlock rewards or whatever, where you can right. unlock um different armor, armor pieces system. and stuff and voices for like uh firefight, which firefight is back. Um Yeah. Uh so yeah. Wait, wait, do they do they have fire like I know they had firefight in ODST, but do they bring that to the Master Chief collection? No, they didn't do firefight for ODST. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's super cool to have every Halo game now and Master Chief it's a pretty incredible feat and I mean it's it's ran really good as you know, as far as I've been playing it. So Oh yeah, I've had I've had zero issues. Yeah. The only the only thing and I don't know if it's just Halo or what, but like so many people leave that game. Like if you start losing or something, people will leave. Yeah, I and think it's, it's a Halo thing, and it's really frustrating. Um, there's been games where like people have left before the match has started. I'm like, what? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why, why even play? Why are you leaving? Yeah. So, but yeah, it must be just be a Halo thing because, I mean, that happened back when Reach first came out. Yeah. I mean, happened with every Halo game. People rage quit. Yeah. Yeah. But um anything else you have been uh playing? Yeah, so I picked up yeah. Resident Evil 2 yeah. like the day before. I think actually it might have been the day that the sale was ending. I was like I really want this it's $20, <laughs> and, you know, whatever. So I I picked it up. I I started it I think I started it on like Friday or something. And I played it for a few hours and I got past like I I got out of the uh off of the department, what was it called? The police police department. Yeah, yeah. Got out of there, and I got to the point right before, maybe thirty minutes before you first meet Mister X. Like I went down to the jail, and there was that guy in there, and he was like killed by Mister X's hand when oh, he punched yeah. the wall and got him. I played up until there, and I kind of realized that I was completely out of ammo i didn't have anything I, I didn't have any health i was low on health and i was just like i think i played this wrong <laughs> because i would go into a room and kill every zombie yeah and kind of and dude the zombie they it takes a whole clip just to kill one yeah it's it's crazy definitely, it's definitely I, way different than like re5 or re4 yeah oh, and then the way they they could take some damage too, but like, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, not as not as much as not as much as this one at all. Yeah, yeah. they keep on getting back up too. I mean, I was just, oh man, it was frustrating at first. You have to definitely like double tap them. Yeah, that like going with like I used to always clip them and then get my knife and yeah, just just times or whatever, like a mash away at them for like thirty seconds until they finally die. Um, so I was at that point and I was like, I think I played this wrong. So I'm going to restart. So I restarted the whole game and it took me like an hour to get back to where I was because I like, I knew where everything was. You completely restarted. Okay. Yeah. I restarted. I was like, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this the right way. I'm going to save my ammo. I'm just, I'm going to do it better because I, I, was, I really liked it, but I feel like I wasn't playing it right. Yeah. So yeah. I started over, went through it again, uh, saved a lot of my ammo and didn't, try to kill the uh the four-legged creatures as much the ones that are blind the ones that can't see you oh the lickers 
The Lickers, yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't like try to kill them as much. I didn't kill them if I if I didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. It saves a lot of ammo. Oh yeah. It's, yeah, I did. I remember. I remember not having too much trouble. Um, I mean, I definitely ran out of ammo a lot, but I think it was mm-hmm. right when the part you're describing when you when you get down to the to the parking deck, and yeah, you meet Mister X for the first time, and I think. I think when I was fighting, like going through the dog kennels, and you're fighting all those dogs, like I, I think I killed a couple, but I mostly just ran because it, there, there was like there was a good like probably thirty minutes of me not having any ammo, and we'll just have to run past everything and then hopefully yeah. we'll find some. And I don't know. That, that makes it a whole lot freakier when you're yes. completely out of ammo. Yeah, but then I I played a lot more today, and I got to the sewers. Okay. Uh, I played as a. I got to that part where you play as Ada. You, you met the crocodile. Yeah, I fought the crocodile. Um, Apparently, that scene is completely different in like the original. Like you actually fight it. I think. Really. Yeah, I believe so. Huh. That, I, need, that, I, need to go, I need to get back and play the original. Yeah, it's just like a chase scene or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Getting getting chased around by Mister X is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Those footsteps, man. It, when you're in the police department and walking around, like just looking for keys oh, yeah. and stuff, and you hear those footsteps, I just freeze. Like just, just listen and. Yeah, he's pretty terrifying. And like I, I play with my um, with my turtle beaches on. Oh yeah. And like me, my TV, whatever, and it's it's pretty, it's pretty intense. Like just hear the, doom, doom, doom. <laughs> like, he like, come in. He's like so tall that he has to like crouch down, and he'll like appear in there. And yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it was such a cool moment when, um, you put out the fire on the helicopter that's blocking your way. He comes and he like throws it out of the way, and I'm just like, oh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, so I just had to run, and like I knew, like I, I knew I couldn't kill him, yeah. but I didn't know that you could down him. Yeah, you can stop him for a little bit, and he'd like kind of be done for that area, and he could leave. Yeah, well, he'll definitely come if you stand there. He'll he'll get back up. But yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's kind of like um, what what was his name in Resident Evil Seven? The the dad. Oh, I I can't remember. You, you do end up killing the dad though, right? Yes. Well, you fight him. Yeah, you you fight him in the garage. Actually, what's that? I said you actually fight the dad in Resident Evil Seven a couple times. Yeah. You initially fight him in the. God, I really want to go back and play Resident Evil 7. It's so good. Yeah. I didn't play it in VR. But um, you initially fight him in the garage. And that's when like right. he's, he's burning or whatever. Or you blow it. I think you shoot his head off or, or something. And then I think he pops back up again. Some... That was a tough fight when I played it in VR. Yeah. I don't know why. But yeah, I don't know what to do. It's, it's kind of tough. Like running around. And... Yeah, kind of scrambling for ammo and... Yeah, it's it's a pretty anything. Uh, yeah. Um. So I th- I think I'm getting close to the end, maybe on Res- for Resident Evil Two. So you're in the sewers, waking your way through there. I'm in the sewers. I had another run in with Mister X, and then I just saved Ava because she like fell down and um got something got a, a like a metal piece stuck in her leg. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, know. So I just saved her. Yeah, you've got you've got one more area after that. It's a it's a pretty long area too. Okay. You 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 got some 
couple gotcha. hours. Probably a couple hours left at least. Nice. But it, it, it's cool because this. I think the sewers are probably the worst part about that game. Um, yeah. Anytime there's like it, it was it wasn't bad or anything, but um, any, anytime there's sewers in games, it's usually not the great. Yeah, I hate sewers. But it was it was it's, it was cool though. It was it was good. And I and I don't like the um like the sewer monsters, the ones that'll come That's out of the water and because they're like annoying to kill and then you like use all your ammo on them. Yeah, I think at one point I ran out of ammo completely and had to like. I don't know, maneuver my way around one, and it was yeah, it was annoying, but right, more more easy, creepy and hard. Yeah, they're easier with the flamethrower once I got that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was an interesting like puzzle too, where you had to where you had to use like the king and queen to get out. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't figure it out for the longest time. Man. Yeah, it took, it took me a while too, and then I, th- I think at that point because I had I don't think I had any ammo. So I, oh yeah, I didn't either. I just had the flamethrower. Yeah. So it was yeah, it was a little it was a little tough little time for a second there. And and there was a zombie stuck in the room with me, and I couldn't kill it with a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, I didn't want to waste it all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and, yeah, that part was tough. Yeah. No, I, I'm really liking it. That every every Resident Evil game has one section that is oh. just way like way worse than all the other ones. Yep. I mean, what, Resident Evil 7, what, the mines were kind of... I didn't really enjoy the mines too much. Yeah, the mines. Resident Evil 4 has the uh, that last island. I I don't know how everyone else feels about that, but, like, the last 20% of that game is just... Well, it's like it opens careful. up and you, it, you get all the weapons in the game and it kind of just turns into a shootout or whatever. It's more... Yeah. So it, it An action to, game, pretty much. Yeah, that's exactly what happened with Resident Evil 7. I mean, that game... Yeah, every- I mean, I get perfect, like just the whole mm-hmm. house scene, and then going to, um, go like uh, going into uh the daughter's uh playhouse or whatever. Right, right. And then um, fighting the mom, whatever, when she was like all bugged out or whatever, and inside her little house. Oh, like the greenhouse type. Yeah, that was a cool area. That was cool, and then there was the. I think you fought the brother. Yeah, when he yeah in like his workshop, workshop or whatever his like carnival thing he made or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh man, what a what a good game. Yeah, yeah. Mines were definitely the, probably the worst part, but I, mean, I, I think it was because like it's at the point where you when you get the assault rifle you can kind of mow down. Oh, and then there was the, the boat too. I hated the. Oh yeah, yeah. Going back, if like if I knew where I was going, I think it would be a pretty short area. But well, I think because I think I went back because I I beat that game on professional, mm-hmm. and they switched stuff up too. So it was like I knew where to go, but then when they had professional, it was a little it was a little different. Oh okay. But did you um did you choose Leon as your starting character? I did. Okay. Um, so yeah, you'll have to go back and if you play as Claire, you'll get the real ending. Okay, but it's it's essentially the same game, right? Except there are a few. You get like the heart key instead of the spade key. Or yeah, it's um, key. it's a little disappointing. Um, you do start like the game starts out differently. Like the the part where um, Leon 
and Claire meet up like on the other side, like on each side of the fence or whatever. And then yeah. the helicopter crashes, you get to play her part. Um, but then you come back into the uh, police station and it, there's different stuff and stuff has changed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's really no signs of like Leon being there. Um, you still have to do the same puzzles. You still have to do, you still have to collect the three medallions. Um, oh, just, really? Yeah. They're just, it's slightly remixed. Okay. So it, I, I guess like from a story perspective, it doesn't make sense that she was in the police station at all, but yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a little disappointing. Like I wish. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's pretty much just like a remix of of Leon's story. Okay. There there is slight slight changes. Mhm. I'll probably still play it again. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's definitely it's definitely fun and it's 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 changed up enough where um it'll be, you know, a little bit different experience. And there's there's certain um uh cuz in um in Leon's story, I can't remember what happened with the little girl? Did you play that? In the gun shop? Huh? In the gun shop? No, no, no. In like the, I don't think, maybe she's not in this, maybe she's not in Leon's story. There was a little girl who was with her dad. Yeah, that was in like the main, the beginning of the game, wasn't it? No, that was, that was right before you get to the sewers. When you're with Ada and you're yeah. in a gun shop and the dad puts a gun to your head and he has his little girl who's infected. Oh yeah, that that's not that's different. Um, oh. I don't I don't you, think there's a little girl. Okay, then okay. There then it's pretty different. So cool. It's it's a little different. Like the, the PlayStation's are a remix and I think the I think the rest of the game is a little different. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's definitely worth playing. Um nice. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be pretty short too once I yeah. once I play it again because I'll know. Yeah, you know how to play and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I've been loving it. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I can play it before we have our uh, our game of the year discussion. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 an incredible, incredible game. It's it's yeah. making me excited for if they do a hopefully an RE3 next year. I'll definitely play it. I mean, I think I think they might announce that at the Game Awards. They say, well, we'll talk about it in the news, but um, yeah. uh, anything else on Resident Evil? No, no, that's that's it. So I did manage to pick up Spider-Man. I ordered on Amazon. I was able to get it for 15 bucks. Oh, the, nice. The Game of the Year edition. Um, have you played Spider-Man? No, but I watched my friend play it uh, last year. No, earlier this year when we were living together. He was okay. playing it on... Well, if... Um, if I've finished it by the time Christmas comes around, I'll just let you borrow it. Excuse me. Um, nice. So it's it's pretty awesome. So I really? mean, it starts off like I think Spider-Man has already been established for like seven or eight years now. So it's not like his origin story or anything. That's good. And it starts off like he's he's in like his little apartment, and like underneath the door is comes like a um, a late bill, um, mm. late rent notice or whatever and then he goes to pick it up and then he gets like he see he hears like the police he's got like the police radio or whatever and he hears that um fisk the the kingpin of the city is yeah. attacking the police or whatever um mm-hmm. so he 
flies out the window, puts on a suit, flies out the window. And then you, you just see like him swinging around and I was like, are they going to do it? This is going to be really cool. And then you immediately take control of him swinging through the city and they teach all the controls and man, does it feel so good <laughs> to oh, like God. fly around as Spider-Man and, and, yeah. and stuff. Like it's like, I remember like the, the, the PS2 Spider-Man, I think Spider-Man two in specific are like pretty high regarded as like good Spider-Man games. Yeah, they nailed it in, in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. The web swing. But, th- yeah, this game, I mean, with, like, the wall running and, like, the fact you can run up buildings, like, it's it was pretty awesome of, of them to incorporate just immediately throwing you into to swing. Because that's, I mean, that's what you want to do. You don't want to, like, you know, yeah. fight at first. And then and then you start fighting, and it shows you how to do it. And it's pretty much, it, it feel, the swinging feels really good. Um, it's kind of similar to Batman. Uh, the arc of fighting yeah the the fighting is almost you know like assassin's creed or batman i mean i I feel like that those fighting mechanics are pretty good yeah then you incorporate like you know you got a spidey sense so when someone's going to attack you um you just you press like b or whatever to like dodge doesn't batman have something like that it did yeah um it's, it's very very similar um right even to the point where like you can use objects in the world to attack your, you know, attack the enemies with too. Yeah. So it feels, it feels super, super nice. And then like the whole, whole beginning mission is, uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, you, you learn how to swing and fight and, um, I mean, it looks like there's like a skill tree that's involved. Uh, I played about an hour and a half of it. And then after, after that, it kind of opens up to, mm-hmm like the to the city and i think they have like radio towers in the game too so like the three to climb and well like so like uh all the radio station or all the radio towers went out uh there was some sort of like blast or whatever that caused them to go out mm-hmm. so the the i can't remember her name but the lady in charge of the police is like hey can you you know go fix these towers and then we can you know, sc- you know scan for Yep. and see what's going on in the city so i mean it's it's, it's similar to you know far cry and zelda zelda every you know pretty much every game with like towers but but it's really cool so far like i'm, I'm definitely digging it and like I, I immediately went and climbed on like their version of like the empire state building or whatever nice. just look, looked at the world and you can like dive off dive it off dive off of it it's mm-hmm. it's pretty cool do you have free free room like free reign of the city from the beginning or I guess after your first introductory mission after that first mission, um, it pulls you up and you're like sitting, you're like, you're sitting on like a antenna or whatever, like perched up and it'll say, Hey, you go here, but you can, you can do kind of anything you want. At that point. Nice. But yeah. It's, that's pretty cool. Like that sounds awesome. The cities and like diving down and at the last second hitting the, hit the trigger to like swing and oh it's it's so cool i bet that flow that flow is just so good yeah it's it's super nice and then you can like okay and then you can like swing in out of combat and stuff and incorporate swinging and go immediately into combat and then different combos and stuff with with this with this web but yeah it's it's super cool i'm definitely looking forward to pretty it's pretty pretty uh seamless between fighting and web swinging and all that yeah yeah it's, yeah it's it's super super seamless and like there's even there's even um 
Like if you hit the two triggers, it'll. It's it's kind of like the um, the grappling hook in Batman, like where you're right. where you're near when you're near a ledge and you hit the the grapple hook and it'll take you to it. Yeah. Yeah. Every every like edge has like it looks like a little circle, but it's like the the action move you can do so you can kind of like warp to different points. Um, That's pretty cool. So you don't have to like be super. Because um, it, it can be kind of hard to swing and then land on something exactly. So they kind of added that to where if you're swinging and like you flip the the, the stick to the right and then you, you mm-hmm. see the, the ledge, you can hit the button and he'll like automatically uh, swing over to it or shoot to it with his webs. So you don't have to be totally accurate. You can yeah, you don't have to be super accurate. Ballpark it. Yeah. And that's then, nice. Then when you're, like, you're flying to the city and you kind of go over like a park or some area that's not um the head doesn't have like a ton of buildings um it, it, you press i think it's x but you uh he kind of does like a little boost and it'll kind of boost him to the to the next like bu- available building to where you can attach to whatever oh that's cool they kind of thought of everything yeah it's it's pretty nice as far as being pretty friendly with the swinging yeah also it's also kind of interesting Spider-Man couldn't really take place in any other cities. Like, just because there are no, like, taller buildings yeah. outside of New York or their version of New York. Or, like, well, it's like that. There's, like, a scene. I think it's the Avengers or whatever. When, at the end of, um, have, you seen, have you seen Endgame? Yeah. At the end of Endgame, like, when Spider-Man... Spoilers like, for like, Endgame, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess spoilers if you haven't seen it. Yes, <laughs> Spider-Man does come back. But uh, there's like a, I think there's a scene towards the end and someone like paused, like did a still, still frame of it, pauses the scene and mm-hmm. Spider-Man's like flying through there and they're like, what is he attached to? There's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you talking about doing the big battle? Yeah. When, yeah. <laughs> trying to get the, the glove to the, to the van or whatever. Yeah. That doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> hey, it's a superhero movie. None of it has to make sense. Yeah, I mean, there's a talking raccoon. You know, yeah, there's a tree. Semi-talking tree. But, um, yeah, I mean, Spider-Man's good. Um, nice. It's heavily inspired by Batman, of course. Batman, yeah. Batman's a good game, so. Yeah, it's a good it's franchise. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's good so far. I'm definitely, definitely digging it, so. Nice. Well, anything else you've been playing? No, that's cool. it for me. Well, we will, um, I guess we'll dive right into the news then. Nice. Um, so there, so I think we were talking about it last week with Resident Evil 3, but it seems like the cover, like cover art got leaked. Yeah. Um, and I believe it popped up on the PlayStation store as well for a second. Like just like the game, like the logo, whatever. Did so, it really? Yeah. I think it might've been like the European store or something like that. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, it seems like it's Res- happening. It's happening. <laughs> it seems like Resident Three is probably going to come out next year, right? Um, so kind of what I was saying earlier is like I could I could really see this happening at the Game Awards because uh, Jeff Jeff Keeley tweeted he sent out a tweet saying that yeah. they were going to have like I think it was around fifteen game reveals. But Jeff also said that there hasn't been anything leaked from the Game Awards. Oh, so- he did. Yes, yeah, so I'm not sure if this is going to be there or not. Man. 
it may show up for because Sony's got their state of their last state of play. Um, it may show up there. Do you think so? Maybe it's not a it's not a Sony exclusive, is it? No, but because RE2 is on Xbox. Yeah, but they, like, they might you know announce it and have some sort of exclusive like deal. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm excited. I'm already excited for it. Yeah, that's. I, I didn't get very far in it when I played it on GameCube, I think, but. I could have sworn you got to the end. No, I didn't. <laughs> I remember getting stuck, I think, at one point. Because there was a nim- the Nemesis fight. Well, yeah, well, like the whole game is like Nemesis kind of. I mean, like every Resident Evil game, Resident Evil game kind of has like a. Overarching. Yeah, like a unstoppable. Omnipresent exit. villain. Did four have one? Uh, no. Because five, five had like that that goo monster that I think followed you around. Oh yeah, the goo monster. Four? I don't think four had one. Four had. I mean, you had the chainsaw guys. Yeah, I mean they they were terrifying in their own right, but right. Um, I don't think it had. I don't think it had like an over like. Even like even revelations had had an unkillable. Yeah. For a while, it wasn't for the whole game. No, God, I can't remember. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if Ari Ari Ford did or not. Yeah, I don't think it did. But yeah, I mean, I'll I'll take more Resident Evil in that that awesome engine. Oh yeah, it looks yeah, it looks incredible. Yeah, if they, they want to keep doing these remasters or whatever, and then you know, hopefully, I mean, I would like to see a, a Resident Evil Eight at some point, whether that's mm-hmm. going to be first person or not. Who knows? But I, I, either way, I'm good. I, yeah, let's, I'll take whatever they're making, whether it's third person, first person, yep. tactical I'll strategy be, RPG, whatever. On fire lately, so. Mm-hmm. so anything that's any kind of Resident Evil stuff, I'll, I'll definitely. I'm in. wondering what what the heck are they gonna do when they get to four though? Because they've already re-released that game. <laughs> on everything. On every, I mean, you can play it on your calculator. So, I, don't I, I don't know what they could do to it. Besides. I mean, it, they could redo it and do like, because even if you go back and play Resident Evil 4 now, it still feels a little outdated with the controls because you can't walk and shoot at the same time. Right. So maybe they do that and then just update the graphics. Um, I mean, I'd have to replay it again if they did that. But I mean, I, I just, I, I guess I because I just replayed it this year on Switch. I I'm not interested in playing it again. Yeah, yeah. If they like did enough to it. I don't know, gave it the RE2 treatment. I mean, maybe they'll do one. I mean, I know they just did like the remaster of one, but it was more of, I mean, one one is weird anyways, because like you're literally walking through like a still image. Like it's just a super high quality image that you're walking through. And then they have like the zombies, of course, you know. Was two not the same way? Um. I don't know if it, if it if it was it's like the the fixed camera where you kind of moved through the scene. I don't know. I'll have to go back and watch. I'll have to go and watch a video of it or something just to, yeah. for context. I, I can't remember. I feel bad. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I never actually played two. I played one a little bit, or the remaster on GameCube. I think I played. Okay. But I don't know. Um, and then they're getting ever so closer to Nintendo making their own Zelda Maker with adding Link 
into um, Super Mario Maker. And he has, you can get the Master Sword too. Sword, and there's like specific you can ground, ground uh, stab. Yeah. Downward thrust. So, um, I'm, I mean, did, did you ever pick up Mario Maker? No, I had the first one. Yeah. I, I liked it. I never picked it up. I just, I don't know, I don't have like the time to like make levels like that anymore. Um, I would right. be interested to getting it, but, um, Maybe if it went on sale or something, but that which it never will. But <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, if they made you know a Zelda make or whatever, I mean that'd be super be cool. Pretty sweet. Um, because the the one in Link's Awakening was pretty. It wasn't terrible, but it was just pretty so kind of bare bones. Bare bones. Um, I, I'm guessing it would kind of be within that realm, right? Of top down 2D. I mean, you can really, couldn't really. 3D. No. Yeah. yeah, Mario Mario and Zelda are, other than like Zelda 2, or Zelda 2 is kind of like a, a side scroller kind of thing. Um yeah, it would definitely have to be like that that style of like the over the top. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean they'd have to do a really good job with like the community connectivity kind of stuff. Yeah. Share levels easily. Because mm-hmm. That is a lot different than Mario, where you're playing one level and it takes two minutes, versus making a dungeon. Yeah. And Zelda, and that can take an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, they're, they're two different games, but I mean, I feel like Nintendo could do it if they. They could, the yeah, they could do it. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, we were, we were talking about Gwent last week as well. <laughs> <laughs> they're. Discontinued on con. Ironically, um, I wonder why. I think they just want to focus on mobile and PC at this point. Um, yeah, know. they probably looked at all the numbers. No, so. they they did say that you could transfer your progress over. I think, like you could sign mm-hmm. in. Um, that sounds sounds about right. Yeah. So I think I think they're handling it right as far as being able to transfer all your cards and stuff over, which is which is cool. Yeah, I, I guess there's no point in having the so, no point in having the infrastructure if you know no one's playing it. Yeah, they're all on mobile or PC. I mean, I'm sure that's what the case is. Yeah, I wouldn't think to play Gwent on my Xbox. I would just yeah, I'm, yeah, I dabbled a little bit on the phone and. Um, I didn't even realize they even had a PC version, to be honest. But, I mean, uh, you know, if they want to invest the time with PC and mobile and, you know, continue to add packs to add, you know, cards and stuff, and that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good game. Good card game. It is. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit different than your typical Magic and Hearthstone and all that stuff. So. Yeah. If you haven't played out, definitely advise to give it a shot because it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy to understand at a, at a base level. Yeah, it gets more obviously like every other card game it gets more complex the the further you go. Mm-hmm. But I th- I think it's pretty friendly towards newcomers, which yeah. is always good for a card game. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to. That, that's just the problem of like card games in general, um, especially like over you know on phones and over the internet and stuff when it's not you know physical cards. 
is you get to the point where you've got, I mean, Hearthstone, I think, has like over 800 cards now or something. Yeah, crazy. So like, you know, they, they phase stuff in and out, so you don't have 800 cards in, like, in the main game at once. Mm-hmm. But coming as a new player, I mean, you might have cards that you don't have. It's, yeah, it could be kind of challenging. Very overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, they looks like uh, Xbox or Microsoft is working on the possibility of having two two different SKUs of Xbox, one with a disk drive, one with that's diskless. Mm-hmm. Which that, I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah, it makes total sense. I mean, they they drop the um the the, the what is it the Xbox One is it S, all digital all digital edition. They drop that um over the summer or was it beginning of the year i think it was over the summer um so i, I think they're just trying to test the waters probably with this console to see yeah if it would be interested because i mean go, going forward i mean i and, and if it's cheaper too like i would maybe consider getting that just because i mean now that you know this the only thing that would hold me back before mm-hmm. is in situations like black friday when you have like these these incredible deals right now you know. Now digital sales have caught up with the physical, and are just as good, if not better, sometimes. So yeah, a lot of times yeah. digital sales are better than. Yeah, so I mean, there's really no point of having a disc anymore unless you just love, you know, having the physical stuff. Right, and and you have to install your disc anyways. Like you yeah. have to install so, the game anyways. So yeah. it's not like Switch where, you know, if you have a disc of Witcher Three. You don't have to install like a 30 gig game. Yeah. When I was, uh, after I was done watching football, I was, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go in here and play some Spider-Man. And I put it in and then it was like, it was like a 43 gigabyte, uh, upload. Uh-huh. And it was like 50 minutes. And I was like, Oh crap. I was like, I haven't installed a game through the disc in so long. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Just the fact that you have to do that is is wild to me. It usually takes longer to install than it does to download for me too. Wait, really? Yeah, I'm. I'm I, mean, I, I mean, I've downloaded games recently, but they mine take forever. Yeah, I mean, I've downloaded. Got, I've got downloaded the Halo, uh, the fiber internet, North State. So I've got like a one gigabyte, one gigabit download speed or whatever. Oh, you have crazy speed. That's right. I think mine's like 150. Okay. So, it, yeah, it doesn't take very long at all. So, I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to go do some other stuff to kill time to play this game. I know that was like always the biggest disappointment of like, especially like midnight launches and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, you, you know, you get the game at midnight and then you come home and it's like 1230 and then you got to wait 30 35 minutes for it to install and it's like one o'clock and you're like, okay, I'm ready now. I should have just done this in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but I'm definitely all in, you know, if it's, it's going to be, you know, 50 bucks cheaper, hundred bucks cheaper, whatever it is. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll de- I would definitely consider getting that over the regular one. So yeah, it's always great having the option. I mean, if anything, I mean, yeah. one's forced to buy a discless Xbox, but yeah. I don't I mean, know. The only thing that would suck is there's no more, of you know someone a friend bringing the game over and you know playing it but yeah yeah i guess that's that's a good point too is 
I couldn't borrow any of your games. Yeah. Unless we did. Well, well, there's game sharing too. You can game share with some, with one other person. So. But isn't it where only one person can be playing at a time? No, you can both play it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you did that with your roommates, didn't you? Yeah, except he uh, he stopped sharing with me. He stopped sharing with you? Yeah, Brendan stopped sharing with me. Why? His brother wanted to share. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I mean, you just weren't, you weren't buying a lot of Xbox games. And he's like, yep. Wait, can, how do we do that? Can we, we can do that, can't we? So we can do it now. We'll have to, we'll have to set it up. Okay. I think it's pretty easy. But, yeah, yeah. It'd definitely be cool. So now I can't play Call of Duty. Because <laughs> every, every year he buys Call of Duty and he'll buy like, I think he bought Destiny 2 when it came out. and. <laughs> random yeah. <laughs> random games so i can't i can't mooch off of call of duty anymore i can't mooch off of him for call of duty dang oh well yeah it's all right um then there's another story on ign that said that uh playstation was no longer interested in handhelds i mean that makes sense i mean getting their ass beat with the handheld market so. yeah i mean it's i mean the psp was a cool device and I remember playing Dynasty Warriors on it, and I hated it. <laughs> I sold it. Probably ran it 10 frames per second. Oh, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. And then, you know, they, they did the, the PlayStation, um, the PSV Go. Or oh, all yeah. Um, that was all, all digital, right? Yeah. They had, like, they had like several iterations, like the regular PSV. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the Vita, which, is, which I, never, I always wanted to get a Vita. And I still kind of want just to get one. Just to have it. Just to have it and try it because I never actually did play it. But yeah, I mean, they, they just, I don't know. I don't know what it's about Sony and their handhelds, but people just don't really buy them. Just, I didn't want any of the games. Yeah. None of the games look good. There's like the Uncharted. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the God of War games and stuff were pretty good on there. Like the Ghost of Sparta and a couple other things were good. Um, yeah, the Uncharted game was looked cool. But I don't know. I'd rather just play it like on PlayStation 4. Like, uncharted but right but yeah nintendo i mean they just they killed it with the switch i mean they absolutely nailed it i mean as yeah. far and then with the with the switch light they've reached the the younger audience too yeah so they kind of have a pretty good yeah you I mean you got high quality first party games plus you get you know all the awesome indie games that come to it yeah so yeah. i just don't think there's room for another handheld hybrid or something like that in the market especially if playstation would have to split their development between yeah. ps4 or ps ps5 and then their handheld yeah. i think that would hurt him a lot yeah let's say just something like the switch um i just don't i don't see there being you know enough room in the market for another handheld i mean that's just one's plenty like that's just Get yeah, one's one's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo killed it. How how was um how was uh what, week week three with the the Switch Lite? How's that going? Or week two? Oh, it's awesome. I like I haven't. I well, aside from Spire, I haven't played Switch a ton. I've been playing it a lot on the train on the way yeah. to work because I can just you know pull it out while I'm sitting down. Um, I'm st- I'm super bummed though because I can't play Pokemon on the on the Switch Lite because pretty much doesn't have clouds and that's like what i want to play while i'm like on the train i want to play the witcher while i'm that just that seems so crazy to me that pokemon is not cloud safe 
compatible. Compatible. Like that's I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's the reason why they got the Switch laid out this year was because Pokemon was coming and that was gonna be such a an important handheld. Maybe they didn't think that so many people would be buying two switches or a second switch, but they had yeah. to, they've had to have thought about that. It's, you know, someone to want a port more portable switch that's smaller and they can carry around a little easier. Right. I mean, it's with like the, it's with the multi like online games, like Splatoon doesn't have cloud saves. Pokemon yeah. doesn't. Animal Crossing won't when it comes out, and it's. I think it's to prevent people from cheating, but I don't know how they would manipulate cloud saves to cheat. Yeah, or, or like if well versed in that, if you put it up in the cloud, um, maybe like the light or something can't access online or something. Like you can't use any of the online features. It can only use mm-hmm. you can only play it. Um, yeah, it just seems so weird to me that they don't have that for it. It seems crazy. But. Yeah. But aside from that, yeah. loving the Switch Lite. Yeah, I might, I might dabble in it maybe next year when they add a new color or something. Yeah, well, which I, I'm sure they will. I imagine at E3 they'll probably drop a new couple new colors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, um, so there was a recent, uh, I think, Xbox and Microsoft did like a live stream and Phil Spencer was on it and he was. He was saying something about um, Control coming to Game Pass, saying that you know it's a really, really good game, um, and, he, and he, he said it sucked because you know a lot of people didn't play it, and it, it coming to Game Pass, you know, is going to you know broaden the the players playing mm-hmm. it. Um, so it, it seemed like hey, Control is going to come to Game Pass, but then the developer was like, no, we have no, no. No plans for no it. Plans on bringing it to Game Pass at, at this time or something like that. So it doesn't. I'm not really sure what Phil Spencer was talking about, or maybe he was just trying to, you know, drop a dime and say, you know, get get the get that process started. Yeah. You, you think you know the the CEO of Xbox <laughs> didn't know what he's talking about? So I don't know. One maybe, of them's lying. We knew yeah, that. Maybe maybe. Um, uh, oh shoot! What's the developer's name? Um, Remedy, right? Remedy. Maybe maybe they just haven't come to an agreement yet, or something, and they're still in the works. Yeah. If so, though, Phil Spencer shouldn't be spouting that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, did, did Control not do well, like commercially? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what the sales figures are for that game. Was it kind of on par with their other games like Alan Wake? And Probably, yeah. Their, their games on break sell like a ton. So, they never get that wide stream popularity. Yeah, they're always like pretty good, and I would love to see Control come to Game Pass and and play it. Because um, mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but nothing but great things, except yeah. for uh, some performance issues with it. But yeah, uh, I think it might have been on sale on maybe. No, I don't think it was. Wasn't like forty dollars on Black Friday? Maybe maybe it was like forty bucks for digital. I can't. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I would definitely you know um, pick up pick it up and play it if it was added to Game Pass. Oh yeah, yeah, same. It seems like Game Pass is getting a lot of good stuff um, pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. Library after a game like Devil May Cry Five and um, oh, what's that Russian uh, Metro? 
Metro Exodus. Yep, I, I do want to check that out. I haven't played that one yet. I played the first two hours of it, I think. I, okay. I didn't love the shooting. Yeah. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like Wolfenstein type shooting. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm a huge Wolfenstein fan. I still want to yeah. play the second one, but yeah, the shooting the, the shooting always feels just a little bit off. A little clunky. Yeah. It feels heavy. I don't know why. But. Um, I think you added. Did you add this last? Yeah, I did, I just kind of saw saw this and thought it was kind of interesting. So Metacritic removed a lot of like suspicious user reviews for Death Stranding. Yeah, because like apparently they were review bombing Death Stranding, and it brings up kind of an interesting point, like regarding Metacritic, mm-hmm. and the point being that like users, God, I don't know, I don't know how to articulate this in a in a great way. User reviews are garbage and pointless. Yes, <laughs> user reviews are pure garbage. People, yeah. there are no, there's no rating between one and nine. It's just zero or ten. That's all people give games. Oh yeah. If and you don't you, like it, if there's one thing wrong, it out yet. and they review bomb it. Yeah, any console exclusive gets review bombed. I remember Breath of the Wild got review bombed by people who, you know, didn't have a Nintendo console. We're just like, this game sucks. This game's terrible. Blah, blah, blah. Rain stops you from climbing. Terrible. And then that happens with Death Stranding, too. Yeah. Where people don't like one aspect of the game and give it a zero out of ten. Well, it was such a... I don't know. The whole whole lead-up to that game was such a weird thing. Um, Yeah. Where you didn't really know what the heck this game was. It's a, it's a strand game. Yeah, it's a, it's a strand genre. Um, but that 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 YouTube video that you sent me, like, oh, it, girlfriend reviews. Yeah, it kind of made me want to maybe some at some point play it. Yeah, just because right. like leading up to the moment where you know he's constantly you know getting frustrated with the stuff falling off. Like, I mean, yeah, that, that's super frustrating. And and the, but then you get to that point of like. You know, it was all. It's all worth it. It, it all comes together, and it's no you clicks. Have to you have to struggle to, you know, to really get, you know, to really impact you. Yeah, the payoff is is really good, apparently. And then the whole when they were talking about um, this, the second you start playing it to help others, that's when it becomes more rewarding than for yourself. Right. I, I definitely do want to play it at some point, but just not right now. I feel like that's maybe why it didn't do as hot critically because when people like were playing the review copies, they were playing it in an unpopulated world. Well, I know they, they sent a lot of copies out um, to reviewers just because they wanted definitely requires, you know, people playing it so it can affect and change the world. Yeah. But there there was a difference between 10,000 yeah, and then you know, and I'm, I'm not sure how much. I'm assuming it's probably sold pretty decently. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it'll be interesting to play that game like a year from now mm-hmm. to see what all has been done to it. You know. Yeah, because I know you can build roads and stuff. So yeah, it definitely, definitely. You know, if, if it benefits somebody to wait, you know, months and months and then hop into it, and then it's like right, might be an easier oh, game because of it. 
four hours shorter because you're not sitting here after walking where you could just drive or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to go around this thing. You can yeah. go through it or, or over it or whatnot. So, so yeah, cool. yeah um, user reviews are pretty garbage. I don't really pay attention <laughs> to them at all except for like Amazon or something. When mm-hmm. I'm on a product, Cause then, you know, that it can – you might have to dive in and actually look at people who are actually reviewing it, not just, oh, the uh, the packaging was a little um, was a little uh, broken, but the the thing itself is fine, but the packaging was bad, so zero out of five stars. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess Amazon reviews are a little more objective. Yeah, and game reviews are very very subjective. Yeah. And you can review a game, or you can submit a user review even though you haven't played the game. Yeah. Which is a very interesting concept. I think they should just remove user yeah, reviews. Yeah, they probably just need to get rid of the user stuff because there's no sense in, like, dragging the game down because someone, yeah. especially someone who hasn't played the game. Right. And they, they had the same issue with, uh, with Captain Marvel when it came out. People were review bombing it yep. because... Uh, I can't. I don't know her name. The 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 lead actress, oh, Captain yeah. Marvel herself. She like I don't know said something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> like they didn't agree, so they were oh, we're gonna review the movie. Yeah. yeah, bunch of yeah. bunch of guys didn't yeah. agree. User user, they're never good. Never good. But um, let's take a quick break and then come back and do the topic and then the the question. All right. My my throat is about to go out because it's like super dry. <laughs> get, get, get some more down. Yeah. I'm going to give some All right, welcome back to the final segment of the show. Um, so we got another uh, another question in from your friend Matt. Oh no, this isn't from Matt. This is from another friend, Harrison. He uh, oh. he texted me a few ideas of of kind of segments we could do for the show, and I really like this one. So basically, the I guess the question is, what is the Mount Rushmore of shooters? So what are the four should we do games or franchises? It might be easier to do franchises. I don't know. You say, what do you mean by franchise? Like, like Halo franchise, Call of Duty. Or like we could do game specific, like Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, let's do, let's do it game specific. Um, okay. Just because like, especially like Call of Duty. No, there, there's there's like three or four of them that I don't think are very good or fun. Yeah. Okay, so we'll do... Mount- like, yeah, the top, like the top, like the best of the best. Um, yeah. Maybe something that like kind of defined shooting, you know, from like yeah. 10 years ago that you wouldn't necessarily play now, but you know, it's, that definitely deserves Pivotal. Yeah. 
Yeah, so Mount Rushmore of shooters. So four, four shooters that stand the test of time, very pivotal, uh, or just perfect games in their own right. Yeah. Maybe not perfect, but yeah. Have one. Let's go. Let's, let's start it up. Okay. Let's do it. Mm, Halo 2. Yep. Uh, I, was, I was thinking the same thing. It's, uh, I mean, it kind of created the leaving a game with a cliffhanger. I mean, yep. Halo 2 was like hated back in the day because of that cliffhanger. Like, people hated the way it ended. Yeah. But, I mean, there was going to be a third one, so... Yeah, he knew there was going to be another one. It was a pretty long game. People, were, people felt, like, shafted over it. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, they kind of, it kind of created the idea of, you know, leaving video games off on the cliffhangers, and then it, it defined, like, multiplayer. Like, that was the first, you know, big um, Xbox multiplayer game. Yeah. When uh, we, we spent hundreds of hours on that thing playing right. you know between you know uh warthog wars and you know playing online and stuff like it was it was an incredible experience like one of a one of a kind thing mm-hmm. and now you know everything's got it now yeah and, and it had like these big sprawling maps it wasn't just an arena shooter that had like a small um symmetrical map yeah like big maps in the middle of canyons i mean yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I mean, playing big team battle and, uh, you know, playing zombies before it was an actual, like, game type. And yeah. It was an, an incredible experience just, you know, playing that as kids. And, yeah, it, it definitely deserves a spot. On, on the on the Mount Rushmore. On Mount Rushmore just for – I mean, it's still fun to go back and play now, but it, it definitely was a big change in, like, modern – as you know, modern-ish shooters. Oh yeah, for sure. Too. So, um, what you got? I think the one I would probably add would probably be Call of Duty Four. Call of Duty Four, not not Modern Warfare Two, but Modern Warfare. I, I'm just I'm 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 just trying to think of in terms of like, because I mean Modern Warfare, the original, like, mm. completely changed modern shooters back then i mean that's yeah when, that's when you added you know your your kind of like rpg elements to to shooters where you know you're unlocking guns and mm-hmm. adding attachments and all that stuff to it i think i think god modern warfare 2 is a better game um i think the maps and stuff were better and um i had guns a lot of really fun yeah the, the, i think the, i like the guns better but yeah, I think Call of Duty Four just, was more genre defining than yeah two. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. I think I, I think played, I think two followed it up very well and like perfected four and just had some right really outstanding maps. But uh, yeah, I think Call of Duty Four just kind of defined what we what we know as now of you know a modern shooter. I mean, like everything has yeah everything has like RPG elements in it now. That's true. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 wasn't perfect, though. That game was broken. Oh, no. The, the, time. The, uh, the dual shotguns or whatever. The models. Had. Yeah, the model. Oh, my God. That was like models. a rifle. Yeah. And the fact that you could, like, knife somebody 80 feet away from you. <laughs> I mean, that was, 
but it was so that much. Was just, fun. That was just good fun. That was all good fun. Just running around like taking like just adding sprints on and you know just literally just running around with a pistol and your knife. So yeah, switching to the knives. I remember the very the very first time I even played Modern Warfare Two. I think we were over at uh, your friend Tyler's house for like a yeah. party. And that's that's what he was. That's like what I did on my first multiplayer games. I had the akimbo, or no, didn't have the uh, the, the knife. Command with commando on. I would just go yep. around knifing people. Got like did pretty well. I was like, yeah, nice. I got like twenty plus kills just doing that. Like it was so easy and stupid. Yeah. Like it was terrifying when someone's running at you and like, <laughs> and then suddenly they're like, <laughs> they jump across the map and you're dead. And like, no, yeah, it's, it's it was not awesome. exactly realistic, but yeah, it was. It wasn't fun when it happened to you, but it was definitely fun doing fun. it to others. Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay, so we got Halo Two, Modern yep. Warfare One. Yep. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what else. What are the shooters? Other there's like Gears of War. I guess half. I would say more of like first person shooters. Okay, or yeah. doing first person. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, I don't. I don't like to say it, but in terms of like genre defining, I'd say Fortnite is pretty. Well, no, Fortnite's not first person. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I was thinking and there hasn't been a ton of new games recently that I would say deserve a spot. Yeah, I'm. I'm keep thinking about Bioshock. Yeah. Okay. Is that a shit? I guess that's a shooter. Yeah, I mean it's a, I mean, it's a first-person shooter. It's, I mean, it's got RPG elements to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or does it? It does, doesn't it? It does. It has unlockables. Well, yeah, well, no, well, but you unlock powers. You don't necessarily. Yeah. I don't know if there's like a skill tree. Yeah, you don't really. Sorry, there's not one in Bioshock. Hmm. Okay, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think Bioshock's one of those. You know, it's it's such a such a cool game. Yeah, genre defining. Hold on. Hey man, if you want to if you want to put Bioshock up there, you know it's not. I mean, it's, it's up for debate. I mean, I think we've got two locked in. Um, two definitely locked in. Speaking of two, even though I haven't played it, probably Half Life Two. Yeah, I was just gonna. I was gonna say that too. Um, yeah. Gosh, you really need to like get the orange box and play that thing. Cause yeah. Maybe they'll re- maybe they'll do like a remastered version. Hoping they will. But yeah, whenever you, they 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 really focused on um, manipulating like the environment and stuff and using um, using physics. Yeah, physics as puzzle based stuff, and then the gravity gun, of course, was like one of the coolest weapons ever. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty good game. Nice. <laughs> we we got three. <laughs> this is harder than I thought. It is a lot harder. I'm, trying, I'm just trying to think of a bunch of shooters. Like, not you know, not thinking of Halo and Call of Duty. Um, I mean, you got like Far Cry. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't call that defining in any sense, like genre I mean, defining. Far Cry three kind of. Defi- I rocked the boat. Yeah. I mean, that kind of defined, like, a lot of op- open worlds as far as the towers and stuff. Yeah. 
That's true. Um, maybe not for the, the best. I mean, I don't <laughs> I mean, sometimes I feel like just well. Obviously, every every Ubisoft game has like some sort of towers or something in it, but yeah. a lot of games do that now too, where you you know you go to the tower and unlock the do something and eliminate the fog from the map so you can start seeing everything else. That's pretty um, cool, but I mean, it is cool. Um, but a lot of games do do it now. Do do. So um, <laughs> it's really tough. I don't know. There's dying light. Dying Light was super cool. Yeah. Um, I like that one. Um, Apex. Uh, Apex. Apex Legends? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it kind of defined Battle Royale, which yeah. is really big right now. With it is. Everybody. <laughs> but, I, I mean, the shooting is really good. But yeah. I don't. I'm not a, I'm not super into Apex. I mean, I'm just not. I'm not super into like the battle royale thing. But yeah, but it's can't ignore it though. No, it's it's definitely the the best one of those. Um, I like it a lot better than Call of Duty's battle royale. But you don't like Call of Duty's battle royale? Call Call of Duty Four? Yeah. I mean, or Black Ops or yeah, I liked it. It's just again, I'm not like super into the battle royale thing. I'd, I'd rather just play like deathmatch. Right. Uh, okay, so we got three. So Halo Two, um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare, Half Life Two, and hold on, let me go to my let me go to my shooter games. Uh, okay, we got Destiny on there. We've got Doom, Doom. Yeah, Doom's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's all I got. Borderlands. I wouldn't call that genre-defining. But, well, Borderlands 1, that one was pretty terrific. Yeah. I would, I would say Borderlands is a pretty, pretty important, like, it it, it defined like the the looter shooter. Yeah, I mean, ever it, since then, like literally everything has loot. Yeah, it kind of built the foundation for for games like Destiny, and even even battle royale games where you where you're finding all this loot and chests and whatnot. Yeah, I would I would actually consider that one. Yeah, because that one I'm trying, I'm I'm just trying to look at all the other shooters. Oh, okay. Um, Wolfenstein, Doom, Borderlands. I'm just looking at the ones that I've played. Top 20 single player FPS games. Halo. Halo 1. Halo 3. Halo 5. A lot of Call of Duty on this list. There's no Call of Duty? No, there's a lot of Call of Duty on here. What about Bulletstorm? No. (laughs) (laughs) I did play that. Firm now. I don't know. I'm. Bioshock. (laughs) All right. Let's freaking put Bioshock up there. What Um, if. What if. 
We did this. We took what? we took um, Half Life off and put Bioshock and Borderlands. Okay, because I haven't played Half Life too. Yeah, so I don't know connection to it. Well, this is like a very mediocre Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. We got Borderlands. We got Bioshock. Like started the way of like the whole Schluter, um thing with, you know, loot for everything. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that game was super fun too. I mean, it was... Yeah. And it had like, fun multiplayer. Like, and then I think Borderlands 2 kind of... I don't know. It was, it was a good sequel. It was uh, yeah. kind of perfected it in a way. Yeah. Actually, I think our list is pretty well-rounded. We've got... Multiplayer with Halo yeah. and Modern Warfare. Yeah. Mostly Modern Warfare. You got one one game that kicked off the whole online revolution. Yeah. Then you got one that like Couch multiplayer. Kind of perfected it too with Call of Duty Four. Yeah. You know, adding, you know, um attachables to guns and kinda made more of um adding like levels to the I mean Halo 2 had levels but it didn't mean anything right it was just yeah it kind of it kind of was it was fun to just test out a gun and then unlock unlock all the attachments for it and whatnot I mean oh yeah yeah it was super exciting yeah. to get to that level that you wanted to get to and then um equipping stuff like martyrdom and <laughs> You get killed. Ruining someone's day. Yeah. And then like your day drops at their feet. <laughs> or like, uh, what was the other? Last Stand. Last Stand. Painkiller. Yeah. Garbage. And way to reward people for dying a lot. Yeah. And, then, and then you have uh, Borderlands, like we said, talked about. A cooperative and, online shooter. Yep. Um, shooter. Any FPS not, or, um, PvP, right? It was just just co-op. Oh, it was just just yeah. PvE. Gotcha. And then um, and then uh, good old go Bioshock. I mean, Bioshock, man, that was such such a good story. Because you you played the first two, right? Oh, you yeah. played them all, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bioshock one, man, that was just such an incredible. I, I remember watching all the videos and stuff and all the diaries of. Mm-hmm. Um, of the game leading up to it and then getting that special edition and coming home and just being. Oh yeah. You got the one with the, with the statue. Yeah. Which he's been dropped uh, several times. I think it's made out of steel though. So. <laughs> <laughs> the, the little air tank came off and then I think I bumped into the shelf a couple days ago and he fell <laughs> and his legs came off. So. Wait, the legs came off. Yeah. I got to glue it back. Oh no! Well, it's—I mean—it's lasted like ten years. So. Yeah, yeah, over ten years, maybe. So I mean, yeah, Bioshock Man, and then just having like the dual abilities, whatever, with the, you know, with the plasmids, or whatever. Oh yeah, like it just made it such an awesome experience of finding new weapons, and then getting the new plasmids and stuff like that, and incorporating like, you know, shoot—you know—shooting lightning into the water if like the the splicers were in there and. I don't know. There wasn't a ton of games where, like, you got ultimately betrayed at the very end. Spoilers for um, Bioshock 1, but 
you know, you get to the very end or you get to the, what you think is the end and mm-hmm. enter Ryan you, and you have that discovery that you have been this pawn this entire time. And every time they say, would you kindly, um, you're brainwashed. You're, you were brainwashed into doing it. And as the player, I mean, in order to advance the story, you have to do it. So it, it makes total sense. Yeah. It's almost like you are brainwashed in real life. And then you have that brutal scene of you taking the, the, the iron to uh, the golf club to Andrew Ryan. Oh um, yeah. Breaks off in his skull. Mm-hmm. And then you have the revelation that um, the big daddies oh. was uh, not what he, who he said he was. And he was actually the big bad. And then you have a whole other like five or six hours of game that you didn't even know of. <laughs> you thought you were a fan. Like it was crazy. Such a cool experience. Yeah. And then you realize that the, the big daddies are actually kind of good. You know? Yeah. They're just doing their job of protecting the little sisters. Yeah, and then and then that that game kind of, I think that kind of defined like morality in games. That there wasn't, I didn't feel like there was a ton of it. I mean, right? Elder Scrolls had that, and um, uh, some of the earlier Fallout's, but that Mm. really added the whole kind of morality system to modern games, and like everything is a choice, and yeah. um, now, granted, like, the the final like cutscenes are not that different. Um, yeah, well, but they're very impactful in in their differences. Yeah, I mean, it made you. I mean, when, whenever you get into that moment of, do you, you know, help a little sister or do you like absorb her? Like, right, and you get more. Uh, yeah, if you absorb her, if you're doing the evil side, you get more. Uh, I can't. I can't remember what it is. Eve, I think. Eve, something like that. Yeah. Um, you get more of it, but then if you help her out, at some point they will they will leave like little gifts for you around in the in the level. So it pays off. It pays, it pays off to save Off to to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, shot, man. It's good stuff. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it deserves to be up there. Yeah. I, I I would definitely want them to do another Bioshock and um, yeah, it was good, but it was a little disappointing to me. Yeah. It was, it was a little too different. It was, it wasn't enough of Bioshock. I think. Yeah, it was except for the end. The end was really good. Yes. The end was good. And the, the two DLCs were actually really good too. Oh, I never played you, those. When you, you, you go back to Rapture. Oh, you do. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. Nice. Um, Cool. So what we got Halo 2, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Borderlands, and then Bioshock. I like it. So Science Sealed delivered. Science Sealed put the put the games up on the mountain. Yep. Put them up there. Alright, and then um our topic of the week, we'll we'll make it a little shorter since we had that, that long question. But um mm-hmm. what game would you say is like your kind of your guilty pleasure? Something that didn't necessarily do well as far as like reviews and it could mm-hmm. even be like just straight up bad, but you just love to play it. Uh, is it a game that I, that I played now or is it can be like anytime? Any, yeah. Okay. Uh, one definitely sticks out. That one being Star Fox zero for the Wii U. Yeah. 
I, I don't know why I like, I, th- I think I'm, I forced myself to like it. Yeah. Because it was like one of the few Wii U exclusives that had come out in 2016. They were kind of winding down on development. Mm-hmm. This one got bombed in reviews because people hated the fact you had to look down at the game, the game pad when you were like shooting from the cockpit. Yeah. And I, lo- I liked it. Like I, I thought it was a cool innovation. Mm-hmm. And I played a lot of it. And like looking back, it wasn't that good of a game, but I thought that mechanic was really cool. And it wasn't as hard as uh as people made it out to be. Mm-hmm. So that one and then a smaller a smaller title that came out when the Switch came out was a game called Snake Pass. Oh, just, yeah. you, play, you play as a snake and you just you, you slizzle slither around and slither. kind of like it's it's just like a like a it's not a platformer because you're not jumping around but it's like a collectathon where you're going around and trying to get to these you know get to these difficult places and the controls were really weird mm-hmm. because you were playing as a snake like you had to like to coil you had to like hold down i don't know there there were a lot of weird kind of intricate control systems with that game but once you figured it out it felt good and that that game didn't review like terribly but it also wasn't it was like super mixed. Like people either yeah. loved it or hated it. But I think it, because it came out right when the Switch came out, and I was still on that high of loving every game that came to it. Yeah, I uh, I really liked it. So guilty pleasure. I'm trying to I'm just trying to look at my list real quick. Um, yeah, I think for me, it's got to be probably like the Xenoverse games. Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Xenoverse one and two, where it's like they reviewed. It was like they, they were mixed, but and like the whole some of the, some of the fighting was kind of bad, and like the camera was like super wonky at some some points. But they were just you loved them so much fun. Like I've played so much of those games, and hopefully they make a third one because it's it's a really cool concept of like yeah. Um, I mean it's it's kind of hard to make a Dragon Ball Z game because like all they ever do is just the same, you know, cell saga, freeze saga, blah, blah, mm-hmm. um, But this was interesting because you work with trunks and you're, you know, you're part of the, I can't remember what they call it, like time squad or something. And you have to go back. Time squad police. Yeah. You have to like, there's like a enemy that's going back in time and messing up like the events of the show or whatever. You have to go back and like, you know, make sure that, the events actually happen and it's pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, and then, then there's like, you can, it's a hub world. And um, especially in the second one, you can do it, go around and see all your favorite characters like chilling and you can train with them and stuff. And um, yeah, they're, they're, they're super, super fun games. Like this is yeah. they no right to be that fun. And they are, and I love them. <laughs> I played, I played Xenoverse too. Yeah. Um, you played on the Switch, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't get super far into it. I liked what I played. I'm just not good at Dragon Ball Z games. I'm just not good at fight. Like I, I tried uh, Fighter Z as well. I'm just not good at fighting games. Yeah, me and my friend um, Antoine, he, we usually on Saturdays we'll have like our wing night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, we got our I've had Dragon Ball Z um, fighters for a while, and we'll we'll go back on that. And then over over uh, Black Friday they had a sale on the. Um, 
well, actually, I just bought the game again because um, I've been thinking about getting the the season pass, but it's like twenty five bucks, mm-hmm. and the game was on sale for like fifteen with and it had everything. Pass. So I just went oh, ahead and nice. bought the game again. So yeah, we usually we usually play they added that. a lot of characters to that one. Yeah, there's a ton. Like there's like there's so many forms of Goku. Like you, have, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you have a separate Super Saiyan Goku. And then you have like the blue one, Super Saiyan Blue. Right? Yeah, Super Saiyan God Goku, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, and then you have like Kid Goku. Like, there's so many different ones. Then you have like Gogeta and then Vegito. Like, it's there's so many. Oh man, too many. Yeah, but, but it's it's cool. And that game, Fighters, like that game is like gorgeous. And I'm yeah. probably gonna pick in the new um, Dragon Ball. Z Kakarot, whatever, whenever that comes out in January. Yeah, super interested for that one. Yeah. Um, apparently, that's going to have like RPG mechanics to it, too. So, right. That's cool. I'm trying to think of any other. I feel like I'm, there's a Guilty Pleasure game that I've played. I can't think of it. I don't know. Halo 5. What? <laughs> that game's. Real good. Yeah, that game. The game reviewed well and is good. So, the, the, the single player is not quite as hot. Yeah. Oh well. That multiplayer is real crispy. <laughs> real crispy. Real crisp. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. There was one game on the Xbox 360 called The Mall. I don't know if you ever played that. I remember you playing it a lot. Yeah, that game was so good. You loved that game. I did. And I got every achievement for that game. Oh yeah. yeah basically, the concept was like you found like this alien and like mm-hmm. you, he just ate things and he became bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until like he was the size of the planet. Like it was, yeah. Pretty, but I remember, I remember that game being like, there's like a glitch or something and I had to restart it or something. I, or I couldn't get past it to get the last achievement or something. that really pissed me off. But I think I ended up being able to do it. But yeah. Long. That game, that game was awesome. If you, if you, yeah, you all haven't played them all, go, go play them all. It's, Maybe it's great. Go watch a gameplay video of it if not. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. But yeah, I think that is going to conclude uh, episode five. Episode five. Nice. This was a longer one. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. Well, once you start answering these questions, it gets, it gets a little long. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if you want to send us what you think your Mount Rushmore should be or your guilty pleasure, send to that to Gaming with the Bros podcast or Gaming with the Bros at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're interested in being a guest, just email us in and let us know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let us know if you want to come on and, and talk about whatever you can, if you have your own topic you want to bring. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It'd be great. Um, just, yeah, I would appreciate everyone that's been, uh, downloading the show and listening to iTunes and mm-hmm. s- stuff like that. And, um, we definitely appreciate it and everyone that's reviewing and watching and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, wherever you're watching on whatever platform. Yeah. Thank we, you. Appreciate it. Uh, I think it, I think we actually just got added to iHeartRadio, whatever. Um, I got an email the other day about that. So I think oh, we're nice. about, like on everything now. So. every every podcast service you can imagine <laughs> we're there so yeah it, it's super cool like i would I always check it every day when i wake up and it's like 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 the downloads and stuff and yeah I always see I, that, so it's, it's i always love seeing the new cities that people yeah the city, the city seeing the cities is pretty cool yeah 
But um, yeah, I definitely appreciate everyone watching. Um, you can go follow me on my Twitch channel, uh, Tommy Reptar ninety two. I do Twitch streams and mostly Halo these days, but with Halo Reach. But, um, but yeah, and uh, I've yeah. you can go listen to my brother's music over on SoundCloud. I got the, the description, all that stuff in the show notes. So yeah. you can follow that link and go check them out. Yeah. But um, but yeah. Other than that, we're gonna wrap up the show. Anything else you want to say, my brother? Number five. <laughs> I mean, I want to go five. Yeah, but seriously, if anybody wants to come on and, and join us, we we definitely love to have a, a guest now that we're five episodes deep and kind of gotten the hang of everything and all that good stuff. Yeah, things are getting, going pretty smoothly now. Yeah. So I feel like we're in a good spot to have a guest. Yeah, we um yeah, we record uh every every Sunday at eight thirty. Um usually on Twitch and then I usually on Mondays I'll put the, the audio form up. Um, and then Tuesdays I upload the video to YouTube as well. Yeah. Harrison does all the work. I just, I show up <laughs> at eight 30 <laughs> oh, with your, with your nice Christmas tree in the backdrop. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. But yeah. I appreciate everyone watching and we will catch you guys on the next episode. All right. See you guys later.